See how I ramped it up? Yeah, you, you thought I was going to fade you out. You always try to outgun me. I <laughs> know. It's and not about you do. It's not about outgun. And I'm you. usually quiet about it. No, and I'm usually oh okay with it. Here we go. Here <laughs> we go. No, that was good. Uh, no, I just ramped it up because I when I see I look over, we start doing the air horn. I look over at you and I see you doing it. I get amped. I get jazzed. It's it's this dance we do, Sarah, where I see you doing. I'm like I got. <laughs> I get fever pitch. I get all jazzed up about it. it makes me happy. And then I got an air horn till I till I die <laughs> till the day I die air horn for life. Oh, God. Hi friends, welcome back to Riggles Picks. I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. As always, Chan is with us and new guy Eric uh, handling the engineering work. Eric wears his shirt and appears to be sober. What a refreshing change! Uh, I'm just busting Gary's so balls unique. because I love to do it. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to do it. I guess Spotify has like rules. And yeah, stuff. Spotify like, has real Gary rules. Has to, like, Gary's like, but you know Gary. They probably have an HR. He's not going to play. He's not playing with rules. He doesn't yeah. play by the rules. I don't know. That's he's shirtless scary. and screaming, I pay my bills. Gary's trying to win a turd award himself eventually. <laughs> That's like his life goal. Oh, my God. The, there will be a day. I, I, I foresee this. It's almost like a vision. Almost like I'm uh, one, of the, one of the witches at Adelphi. <laughs> I have a vision, and it is that Gary will be on the, on the big board. <laughs> One day, Gary. There it is. <laughs> Gary on the big board. I um, love it. Goals. Friends, uh, Sarah and I are both on vacation um, uh, because it's summertime, and damn it, we earned it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but we we will never leave you. We will never abandon you. Um, therefore, we are recording a show. Special, uh, just for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chan, I think we're going to talk. Let's talk about some turds. A lot of turds. Bonus <laughs> turd awards special episode. Oh, Chan, with just dead eyes, a lot of turds it's today. Bad. Uh, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Oh, no, because, yeah, you've read these all. Yeah. So you, you know, uh, yeah. The first one was sent on Facebook from Matt McCod. Um, when I read this, I... I wanted to throw. I up. feel so bad that Chan, <laughs> Chan has to be on the turd front line. <laughs> I know. I know. By the way, we need to get you some body armor, a shield, something, maybe therapy. But here's the thing: I can't unread things. Yeah, and and last <laughs> last week we had the worst I had ever heard mm-hmm. with the alligator humper. Yes. Um, I don't even know his last name. I just know Sean. Sean. That name is dead to me now <laughs> uh, because this Florida man uh, raped alligators. So. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me that there are turds coming that can outshine, out-turd Sean, I, I might need to lay down <laughs> to hear this. It's just because this affects a lot of people. So do you guys remember the whole, like, licking ice cream oh, yeah. thing that happened? The blue no. bonnet. So to oh, catch no. people up on speed, a few weeks ago it went viral that these kids were opening up tubs of ice cream in uh, grocery stores and licking it. The top. And then the, the whole top. top like, of not the, a... 
a co- like a, one of those little courts, like yeah. a little yeah, and then putting it back on the shelf. What? And it went viral. Like a lot of people were doing it. So I stopped buying ice cream mm-hmm. out of being paranoid. Gross. Um, yes. I hate these kids. <laughs> yeah. Go get a job. How about that, you little yeah. shit? So now at a Walmart, which you never know what yeah. happens at a Walmart, a woman has been caught on the security camera urinating on potatoes. <gasps> Riggle just started Which itching. Riggle's favorite food. We eat potatoes in my household every night. Yeah. I eat <laughs> mountains of potatoes. <laughs> You're basically Irish. I'm, I am. Oh, I, you are? I am the cause of the great potato famine. <laughs> me and me alone. Oh, my God. Wait, first of all, a woman was a your... A woman. Like, just to, the angle of that. Think about the angle. So she has, did she squat... Over the, she took the potatoes into the restroom. She, I think she squatted over them, um, but they don't know who it is. Like she hasn't been caught. They just have video of her peeing on the potatoes in in the in, and they don't have you know. How, wait, wait. Oh my god! Do, is it is has there been this much mental illness throughout our history, and we just weren't aware of it because we weren't living in the information age? Yes. Or is it? Or is there more mental illness now? I think it's more our awareness is up, right? Our awareness is up. I think that uh, also these people are multiplying. <laughs> They're multiplying. There's so much mental illness. I'm sorry. You urinate on a stack of potatoes that are, is about to be sold to the general public. You're, you can't be in society anymore. No, not allowed. And everybody's like, we, we have more prisons than we do whatever. What a, yeah, good. <laughs> we need more prisons. We need bigger, more prisons. Yeah, bigger skyscraper. We prison. need skyscraper prisons, or we need just to just let's just take one. Uh, let's take Maui. No, Maui's too nice. Let's take the Big <laughs> Island of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. No, not, not even that. Let's find an island, the Galapagos. Island. Thank you. Some place in the Pacific, and just dump all these turds. Yeah, Turd Island. Turd Island. Now, <laughs> copyright Robert. Copyright Robert. Uh, and I, when I run for office, that'll be what I it'll what I like, run on. That'll be it'll my be platform. Like the opposite of Love Island. It'll be like <laughs> Turd. Honestly, that would be such a fun. We all show. we all saw uh, Escape from New York, right? When yeah. they turned Manhattan into a giant prison. Mm-hmm. Genius idea. <laughs> Genius. We could do it with New Jersey. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Uh, but no, honestly, we need more prisons because mental uh, illness, mental health, and and these, and it's not just like look, people have mental illness and and mental problems. I and I have compassion for them. We should treat them uh, graciously and with kindness and with love. But when you combine that with criminal activity, right. now you have to be separated from yeah. society. Um, and so we need massive skyscrapers on an island that are prisons. <laughs> I haven't fully thought this through, yeah. but that's just my no gut shot reaction. That's yeah. my gut no shot keys, reaction. just locks. Yeah. It's like the opposite of waffle. It's like the opposite of Waffle House. Like everything just locks, <laughs> nothing opens. Uh, that's really disturbing. Wait, I'm so sad to I, hear that first kids are licking ice cream and that crazy ladies are peeing on potatoes. I, I'm still. I just. Uh, I'm trying to get the logistics of it down. Of how, of how it has to. It's. It doesn't have exact details because I don't think they want to release the video. But hmm. she has to have done it on the floor because they wouldn't know she did it if she just went in the restroom. So she's right. had to have done it. In the aisle, so she either climbed up, are. you know, where the potato bin. Yeah, we've all been to supermarkets. There's saying. a potato bin, mm-hmm. so she either climbed up onto it, pulled down her pants, and squatted over it, and urinated on the whole 
the potatoes at once, or she pulled the potatoes down like the bags uh, and, and oh. maybe put it in a bag and squatted over it and peed into the bag and then put the potatoes back mm-hmm. or she peed just squatted took a pee uh, on the floor and then rubbed some potatoes in it and put it back uh, <laughs> there's a lot the of puddle. theories here there's i mean there's a lot of options really how do you do it when you normally <laughs> well that's that well and that's you know it's one of those unfair advantages of being a guy <laughs> Is I just pull it out and shoot it at an angle <laughs> yeah. up onto the thing, onto right, the potatoes. Right. Like a little pea fountain. <laughs> like a pea fountain, like a little boy with a pea fountain. Yeah, like, you know how, or you could just, you know, it would be easier is if, you know, those things that turn on to spray all the vegetables, if you just yeah. put pea in there. Sure. And then it just sprayed it. That would be mm-hmm. more effective. Absolutely. That's what I would do. A urine irrigation. <laughs> yeah. We should go ghost or Mythbusters this later on for a video. It's, you, you know, it's just people's it. mental illness or their evil, diabolical minds where they're like, how can I affect the most people possible? Yeah. I can either get a gun and harm Everyone people or I can, go, I can go mess with their food supply. I can I know, just gross people out there who have lost their fucking minds. And also, we live in so much abundance that people don't have real problems. Mm-hmm. Like a real right. problem is not having any money or any food or any medical help or you know, being home, like, these are real problems, real problems. Nobody has those anymore because we have so much abundance. Even if you're homeless, you can go get help. Mm-hmm. There are so many outreaches. There are so many places you can get a meal. There's so many places. If you are if you are on the street and you have nothing, not a, not a, a stitch of clothes, if you were naked in the middle of you could go to a hospital and get help. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we have no real problems in this country, and so people end up going into these fantasy lands where they go have alternate realities. It's mental illness. It's crazy. So the next turd. Oh, oh, oh sorry. So <laughs> Hold on. Update. Wait, <laughs> they have it. Oh, yeah, she goes okay. up there. Do we have her? We don't have her name or anything because. No. They, 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 they her. She is in yeah. Pennsylvania. So be careful, people. Pennsylvania. That actually, that actually works yeah, with the name uh, Pennsylvania potato pisser. Yeah. Tri- triple P. Triple P. Mm-hmm. Um, this one comes from Twitter at KidEgo72. And uh, a Facebook rant has went viral about a woman wanting to ban childless millennials from Disney World. She said that she fucking hates childless women with a burning passion because when she's at Disney, childless couples come in and her kids can't get in the line to get see Mickey and stuff because they crowd up all the lines. So women with children should be able to skip lines and everyone... Without kids, shouldn't be allowed. She to come. sounds like a real joy. Yeah, a real pleasant. I'm so person. glad there's more of her out there. I'm so glad <laughs> she's passing on all her love mm-hmm. to her children because I'm sure they're not going to be affected by her rage or her anger. She says she hates these childless mothers. Mm-hmm. That's healthy. I'm sorry you're inconvenienced. That's what it comes down to. She's inconvenienced. Mm-hmm. There's long lines. And by the way, that is a problem in California. I don't think California is full of assholes. A lot of people do. I don't think it's full of assholes. I think everybody in the state is underserved. Mm-hmm. There's, the population's too great for the, for the needs. So yeah. everybody's, everybody's forced into a, a scarcity mindset. So they're like, me first, me first, me first. Because I, if I don't get in, I'm not going to get mine or I'm not going to get. It's just this 
it's underserved and the state's underserved because it's so fucking hard to do business in this state. Nobody wants to open a restaurant. Right. Nobody wants to open any store or anything here because it's impossible to do business in this state. So the state's underserved. So everybody's an asshole. That's why. Yeah. There's a lot of assholes. Yeah. They're every, I mean, as someone that goes to Disneyland a good deal and I don't have children and I don't, I, yeah. I usually go with my friend Todd, who is like a big, he's just like a huge fan of Disney. He knows everything about the, the park. So it's fun to go because he'll teach you all kinds of cool stuff that you didn't know. And I'm like, there's like constantly just teenagers running around mm-hmm. Disneyland. They don't have kids. You know what I mean? They're in line. And then there's, I actually yelled at a kid at Disneyland once. It was like the the lowest moment of my life. Like I yelled at him to stop running. Like, like it's like the one place where they're supposed to run, like be a kid. And I was like, you know, like this rookie was ruining my God dang experience. Like, it's not about me, but like, you know, We've and also, we've part also of me lost was our... like, you know, you weren't even around when Indiana Jones came in. You know what I mean? Like, you have no respect <laughs> yeah. for our rides. Well, and, and, and that's another thing. As a collective, uh, our manners as a society yeah. have just gone south. I mean, people are all, again, it's that scarcity mindset. Like, uh, me first, me first. I got to get mine. I got to get mine. And, and therefore, the manners have gone. Like well, people, also... and, and there was another Disneyland incident. Did you see this big fight? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Disneyland fight two weeks ago. On that Twitter. was disgusting. Yes. I uh, someone showed me that the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, guys are punching women, mm-hmm. uh, slapping them. The guys are fighting each other, and all these children are standing around watching these adults beat the tar out of women and other men. And it was it was. One of the most disturbing things I think I've ever seen, and it was hard to watch. It really was, and that happened at Disneyland. And again, probably because it's so. When you go to Disneyland, the lines are three hours long mm-hmm. for a for a two minute ride, and and then you get a fast pass, and then you come back, and the ride's been closed for for, <laughs> for maintenance problems. Uh, and and you spend a thousand dollars for a family of four to get in. Like tensions are crazy high to begin with. It's a powder keg. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm surprised. Actually, this didn't happen earlier. Yeah. yeah. But uh, again, we've lost it as a society as far as manners and and respect for one another. And and the children that witnessed this were screaming. Were I mean, and and these kids, they're, oh, there's it breaks my heart yeah. because you know. This family, when they left uh, the park, those kids still have to live in that environment. They still have to live with that kind of violence and anger and rage percolating. What do you think they're going to grow up? How do you think they're going to grow up to be? I remember the times when I went to Disneyland as a kid. I only went to Disneyland twice when I was growing up. And I remember both of those times. So I can imagine mm-hmm. like the scars that it will be embedded in those, even the children that aren't part of that family that just witnessed it. You yeah. know, like it's something that you're going to remember. But I think... What's also important for people to think about, like before you go to a theme park or just any kind of theme park, realize that your day is going to be inconvenient. Yeah. It is going to be overpriced. Overpriced. It's going to be hot. You're going to be annoyed, mostly because when you're just walking, people will just stop for no reason and then you will run into them because they just stopped the flow of traffic. And if you're an adult, (laughs) if you're an adult going to a theme park, it is not your day. Right. Mm-hmm. This is not your, day. not your day. It's not your day. You are there to accompany your children <laughs> and to ac- help them access the rides and the, the joy. Yes. It, it has nothing to do with you. You are there to fork over the money 
and right. get them there and get them home. That's You're it. You're there to save a spot for the parade three hours before the parade <laughs> That's starts. It. Yeah. You have no role role in the joy no. of that day. No, your I mean, you, now day you're, is are you supposed lines. to? You're supposed to embrace the joy with your children. You're supposed to enjoy it through them. But it's not your day, so give it up, relax, go into it with the right right mindset. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to take both these examples and put them on the on the big board. I have one more Disney one. Oh God, we're gonna go for a threefer. Yeah, here's a Disney here's an other option. Get it together. Go to Knott's Berry Farm. Way better. Way better. <laughs> Six Flags. Six Flags. Way so better. Fun. Well, Knott's Berry. You know, Walt Disney learned everything from Mr. Knott's. Mr. Yeah. Knott's taught Walt Disney to hide the line. So when you walk up and you go, oh, this line's not long, and then you go, oh God, it's it is. Yeah. I'm trapped. <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> That's all, Mister Knotts. But you know, one guy built all the rides at at, at Knotts Ferry Farm, and eleven Imagineers created all the rides at Disneyland. Yeah. So my 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 uh, sister in law and her kids, the cousins, uh, came in. They've been here for the last. Uh, they were here a couple weeks ago. They went to Knotts Ferry yeah. Farm mm-hmm. because the, there's bigger, better rides. There's more of them. It's spread out. No They're, waiting. Everybody's not uh, uh, underserved. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's it's a reasonable theme park experience. And they serve alcohol there, and they have better food because mm-hmm. Mrs. Knott's chicken dinner is maybe the best fried chicken I've ever had. Oh, that's it's a bold statement that from an Atlanta girl. Exactly, but from a Georgia girl. That is bold. I've tried a lot, and it is by far my favorite. Wow, not bad. All right, let's hear, All let's right, hear the more. three for a chance. So a Chicago woman has been banned for life from Disney World after she punched an employee in the face and started pressing buttons on the ride podium by the Tower of Terror. The woman and her group were upset because their fast passes were not valid for the popular ride, which usually has very long wait times. Wait, this what? is just playing right into what this actually combines everything we've been talking about. It, it combines everything. It combines, in my opinion, mental illness mm-hmm. is a part of that, because when you start pushing buttons and endangering other people's lives, because that's the ride. I mean, mm-hmm. you, there's kids on that ride. Mm-hmm. What are you going to launch them when there's one already out there? What are you going to like you stop a mid ride like that's. You're endangering children. That's crazy. You're endangering human life. All because you were inconvenienced. All because you didn't read the fine print. All because you didn't ask the right questions. All because you had to wait. You messed up. Yeah. So now everybody else so has everybody to Everybody has pay. to pay the price. Yeah. I am growing more. I think I'm going to buy a ranch in the mountains, <laughs> build a wall around it, and kill anybody who comes to it. Oh, I love. Can uh, I you guys are welcome. next door? You guys are welcome. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys well, are thank welcome. God, I don't we'll, is, we'll text you before. Everybody's, so you everybody's like, I got to get out of here because people have really lost it. And the problem is, is there used to be in our society shame. Mm-hmm. So if you did behave badly, people would shame you and that would curb your behavior because you didn't want to be a pariah. You didn't want to be that person or you were thrown in jail. There was punitive punishment and, and, and people would pass judgment on you. Now, apparently we don't judge anybody anymore. Now we all just go, well, I'm sure that they were having a bad day, and it's probably Disney's fault. Da, 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 da. And you know what? Yeah, Disney, I have a problem with them, but this person's behavior, the one you just exampled, mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like they're cuckoo banana house, and they need yeah. to be separated problem- from society. The problem is that like, so many people are being crazy that you start losing track of who... Yeah. Who is the crazy? And like your some one crazy outdoes another crazy, and then you forget about the original crazy. You know, right. you're just like, and it's oh. everywhere. It you're just like numb. It's, it's, it's epidemic numb. because there's. I guess there's no guidelines. There's no standards anymore. 
because you see it on airplanes. How many footage? How many oh, every yeah. week? There's new footage from a telephone of some lady or some guy uh, being an asshole on a plane and and screaming obscenities and punching people and threatening people's lives and mm-hmm. that's just on the planes. Then you go to the amusement parks and it's wherever people come together. People are losing their minds because they've, you know what it is? They spend all their time. They've forgotten how to be part of a collective uh, because they live on their phone with their right. face buried in their phone. Everything's individualized. I can have whatever I want brought to my house. I never have to interact with people. I can get in my car. Like in New York, when I lived in New York, I had to ride the subway every day. So you get on that subway, rich, poor, blue collar, white collar. It didn't matter. Uh, we all had to, we had to commute, we had to, uh, live in a community and we all knew the rules. If there's a pregnant lady, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your race. It doesn't matter your job. You let the pregnant lady sit. You get up off the bench and you let the pregnant lady sit. We all agreed to that. That's mm-hmm. just the understand rules, right? And there's no fighting on the subway. We all agree to that. And that's part of being a collective out here in LA. You get in your car, you roll up the window and everybody can F off. It's just the way it is. Me yeah. first, and it's but it's epidemic. So we're we're learning how we're we're forgetting how to be part of a collective, and especially in a community environment where we're all mm-hmm. on a plane, we're all on a bus, we're all on a subway, we're all at a sports event, we're all at a concert, we're all at an amusement park, we're all at a movie theater. Even movie theater behavior has gone to hell. Mm. So we've got to work on our manners, and we got to we got to work on uh, understanding that the world is not yours. It's everybody. Right. And also be nice to people who serve the public, like an Uber driver or a waitress. I was a waitress in college, and it was the hardest job I've ever had. Oh, That's the yeah. fastest way to fall out of my good graces, mm-hmm. if you are uh, mean or rude to the waitstaff. Mm-hmm. Now, if the waitstaff is an asshole or a bad server, then I, I'll, even, I'll even smile and tolerate it, but they'll get fi- they still get 15%. 15 is they my, still, my I'm mad at you. That's, <laughs> when I get 15%, yeah. it means you sucked. You sucked. Your attitude sucked and your service sucked. And you still get 15% yeah. tip. Still a lot. I, because I waited tables, and I know hard. how hard it is, yeah, and I know, it, I know the grind. And when I see people, because I do see people cop an attitude – or rude or curt. I I can't hardly stand it. I heard this great story from a flight attendant who was talking about how she's like, you know, you're trained to just like be kind and be nice. And they had to stop saying things like... um, we, like, please give us. They st- had to start saying things like, "Are are you finished with your service items?" Yeah. Instead of like, "You're trash," because people like <laughs> flight attendants kept walking. I'm like, "Sir, you're trash. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> you're trash." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "But I like." She said that uh, she's like so many times wanted to say that because one time, like a lady was like having a heart attack in the middle of the aisle, and this lady just kept pushing her on the tapping her on the shoulder. Her, and she's trying to save this woman's life, and she's like trying to give her her empty coffee. Cup. Oh my god! She was like, "Are you fucking serious? Like, See, this you're trash." Like, people think the world is about all about them. That's yes. another problem. People really think that. Now, when you're in your home, fine, make the world all about you. Yes. But when you go out into public, into the collective, mm-hmm. you know, you got to understand it's not your world. It's not. We all have to get along. We all have to cooperate. You know, you still hold the door for people. You still, mm-hmm. you know, don't be in such scarcity. We're, you're going to get fed. Oh, I promise. Yes. You'll eat today. Yes. You will yeah. eat today. And you'll get your coffee. And, and and if you're late, hey, suck it up. You're It's your fault. Mm-hmm. Own it. 
you're behind. It's not everybody else's fault. Everybody else doesn't have to jump through hoops because you can't get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We've got to work on this. Society is breaking down. So that's three examples that need to go <laughs> on the board, on the big board, three of them. And they're all Disney's. Little peace yes. of mind for anybody that is listening. I did work at Six Flags for a summer and... Two people have to push the buttons on opposite sides of the ride for the ride to start. Oh, yep. good. That's so true. not just one. Good. You can't just like – because we used to F around with people all the time and be like, <laughs> I'm about to go. Like yeah. we had this one ride called the the Viper at Six Flags, and it just had the head harness. Yeah. Like it just – there was no seatbelt. Right. But right before it took – it took off at 90 miles an hour. It went oh. through a loop, then came back through the loop, and then stopped. It was really a short ride. And right before it would take off, if people were being mean to me, right before it took off, I'd be like, don't forget to buckle your seatbelt. And I would just hit it. And then they're like, ah! like freaking out. <laughs> like, they're so happy to be alive when they get back. And I'm like, oh, no, we don't have seatbelts on this ride. That's how you deal with jerks. That's how you deal with jerks. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, listen. And by the way, I've, I, we all, I am not. We've all been in bad places. We've all had bad days. Mm-hmm. We've all been angry. We've all been late. And I get it. But you can't take it out on everybody else. Yeah, no. No. All right. But he punched a guy in the face. It's I just want to be real clear on that. It was a old It was a college student, which is, it sounds even worse because, like, you think as a college student – don't work at a bar. It's safer to work right. at Disney, and then you get punched in the face. And, I, and, and okay, and there, by the way, there's always two sides to an equation. I'm I'm willing to acknowledge that. Right. So if you decide to go into the service industry, mm-hmm. understand that you are going to be working with the public, and your attitude will probably drive how the interaction goes. Yeah. Right. So if you don't like people. Do not go into a service industry. <laughs> yeah, please do not. And right. if you have a problem with people or you're not a good community, don't go into a service industry. Right. Go get a nice cubicle and mm-hmm. go to work. Yeah. But but understand, if you're going to the service industry, you're going to have to deal with people. And you're going to probably, you're, the way you initiate and the way you solve problems is going to determine uh, how your day goes. Mm-hmm. So let's understand that too. Yep. It's not just one side. Understood. So this one actually came in from Gary Smith from Home with His New Really? Gary? Wow. I guess he's not that busy. Uh, Yeah. Um, A mishap leaves a two-year-old in Missouri uh, with a cake saying, Happy birthday, loser. (laughs) What? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Sorry. No. Yes. Please. Oh, my God. And they have a picture of the little girl, and she just looks so sad in the photo. She can't read loser. (laughs) Exactly. She doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, Yeah. she can't read. And by the way, the parents took that picture hoping for a payday. Yeah. Let's be honest. Right. I'm going to sue you because you shattered my girl. Called my girl a loser. Well, maybe. Well, guess what, dad or mom? You got to see it first. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. saw it before she did. So you, if it said loser and you still gave it to her, yeah. you're the asshole. Yeah, you read it before. You're the asshole. Not the cake maker. <laughs> the cake maker made a mistake and delivered the wrong cake because obviously that was a novelty cake made for somebody to give to a friend or whatever. I think. Um, I no, so her name is Elizabeth, but her nickname is Lizard. Oh. So when they wrote Lizard, the I guess they wrote it Did slop, it look like sloppy. Loser or did it? It looks, yeah, it's definitely loser. It says loser and cursive. Again, though, the parents were the first one to see it. Mm -hmm. They made the decision to go ahead and give the thing that said loser. Instead of taking a a fork or a knife and 
straightening out the icing to make it look like Lizard or rewriting it? Or just telling her, it says, happy birthday, Lizard. Yeah. Yeah, that's because what she's they not told reading. her. <laughs> they did tell her yeah, that. Yeah, they okay. didn't. The mom said in the interview, like, she can't read, so we just okay. didn't tell her what it said. Okay. Okay. That's All right. fine. Then as I jumped the gun. They I'm, should I'm being a little rude here. <laughs> I apologize. So they did handle it properly, is what you're saying. Okay, good. Okay. okay I, good. Thought, I thought this was a setup for... Like, now they're going to sue the cake maker or something. Well, yeah, the stupid... turn award yeah. goes to the cake maker. Yeah, for clearly, sure. Right? I just think it's funny because if someone gave my kid that cake, I'd be like, nah, sounds good. Let's, <laughs> I'll, I'll give that How to did you them. know? <laughs> so the cake maker uh, is. Uh, Doesn't know how to read. Turd nominee? Just not yes. a good cursive speller. Right. I think. Wow. Did... I think the turd award, yeah, it could, it, they cake could be maker. nominated. Yeah. Like they could be, get a. Um, Honorable mention. I'll put it on the board for discussion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if I want to lock it into a spot yet. Yeah, I don't want to lock it into a spot because it's kind of fun. <laughs> there. It's on for discussion. <laughs> um, a surfer in Florida was bitten by a shark and went to the bar instead of the hospital. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a turd. That sounds like a hero. Yeah. That sounds like uh, a hero to me. How bad of a bite was it? Um, it bit his elbow, leaving him bloody with some deep tooth marks, uh, because the shark latched onto his arm, knocking him off his surfboard, but he decided that it didn't look that bad. He went, hey, I got shark bit, and everyone said, I'll buy you drinks, so they just went and hung out at the pier. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I gotta say. First of all, that guy sounds like. A baller. A hero. A hero. An American treasure. Oh Hell look, yeah. yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's him. It looks him. like a young Kenny G mm-hmm. slash His Michael. His hair Bolton. is flowing. It's so rich and, and luxurious. Um, that yeah. guy cannot do anything but surf. That's no. for sure. Can I tell you, <laughs> I I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know we do. I like his attitude. I'd I like rather him spirit. be going to Disneyland than anybody else. Absolutely, <laughs> he has a little bit of a laid back attitude that I can appreciate. He said. I mean, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's happened to a couple of my friends. It doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother me. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Friend, you're my kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. I like your easygoing spirit. We're going to have to come up with a counter uh, to Turd Award, uh, Hero Award. Turd Hero. <laughs> Dumb Hero Award, yeah. maybe. Uh, um, yeah, like, no, he's a hero. He's not He's not a turd. He's lead, a hero. Lead... lead t- Turd? I don't know. I, I like thinking... his spirit. I like his spirit a lot. Yeah. Herd award. <laughs> or hear her. I, I, I don't heard. It doesn't matter. We'll work on it. Send us a yeah. uh, yeah, workshop. Send us it. your suggestions. Send Tell us, us what we should call the puns. guys like this, the the ones we call heroes. <laughs> so this is Unusual an, heroes. Not all heroes wear turd capes. Unusual heroes. <laughs> yes. So this is uh, from West Palm Beach, Florida. Officials in West Palm, Palm Beach, Florida are hoping a continuous loop of children's songs played throughout the night will keep homeless people from sleeping on the patio of a city-owned rental banquet facility. The loop Baby Shark is a temporary fix to keep homeless people off the patio. So far, it's worked. Wow. So they did this technique in 1989, for those of you who don't know, uh, when we invaded Panama they surrounded uh, Noriega's complex uh, with speakers and bright lights, and they played 24 hours a day, nonstop heavy metal music at a <laughs> tremendous volume, mm-hmm. high decibel, uh, until he finally came out was like, I can't take it, enough. Yeah. And that's how they got him to surrender in a nonviolent way. They do way. it here at like the pharmacies, like CVS and what, they play Barry Manilow like super loud outside so that nobody just hangs out there. 
I'm not kidding. They do it in San Francisco, too. I like would like definite. Barry Manilow. Thank you very much. Have you ever spent a night at the Copa? Copa Cabana. Yeah. Um, yeah, so playing children's songs. I Look, it's a technique. And you can't blame the, the property owners for trying to keep things clean and nice. And yeah, it's their property. Any business owner wants to attract uh, peep customers. People right. are going to come in and spend money and, and a safe place where people feel good about going. Yeah, and I can say as a woman, uh, because we do have a lot of homeless people in Los Angeles, and like sometimes when you're about to walk into a, an establishment and there's just like people hanging out outside, you're just like, oh God, like what is this going to be? Yeah, like, because it is makes this you a- feel guilty, it makes mm-hmm. you feel sad, it makes or because they're panhandling. Because sometimes and they can be aggressive. Yeah, they're and, very out here in LA. Or they have like a knife. Very, <laughs> they're very aggressive, and you never know. And this sound, look, I, it is what it is. I'm not passing judgment on these folks because I'm sure they're they're down on their luck. Maybe they suffer from mental illness, right. but. Uh, homeless people, you never know what they, they, you know if they're strung out on drugs or what, what they could be desperate. Mm-hmm. And when they're desperate, they could do desperate things. And so that's why people are scared of them. I'm mm-hmm. not saying anything yeah. new here. I'm not saying anything that hasn't no. been said before. No. And, I, and I'm not trying to be non-compassionate, but that those these are the real concerns. One time when my sister was out here visiting, I was like, no, it was like right when I moved to LA, I was like, this place is great. Like uh, they always say it's like scary and crazy, but like nothing weird ever happens here. And then right then a homeless guy crossed the street in front of me with a knife in his hand and he was holding it up to his neck like, ah, ah, like, oh like God. pretending like he was going like to cut his neck you and then said pointing to me. Guy. And I was like, I mean, it was like right when I was like, no, this place is fine. It's oh my safe. God. As it's if on cue. Safe. Yeah. As if on cue. I'm like, oh, God, never again. I'll never say that oh again. And I, and I don't. Well, the, I don't and the panhandlers, it. I got to tell you, you know, I lived in New York for, for 10 years. And, and you know, there's, there's, there's panhandlers there. There's people begging there. Yeah. And, you know, they just kind of sit there with their cup out here. Mm-hmm. They it's get in different. your face and they challenge you and they're like, "Give me money! What's your problem?" Mm-hmm. I mean, they come after you. And you're like, yeah. to the point where you have to defend yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's ugly and it's awkward. And so, if I'm a business owner, if I'm trying to provide for my family, put pay my mortgage, put my kids through yeah, school, honest living, uh, set up a retirement. You know, there's a lot of considerations here. I need my business to do well, right. and I don't need mm-hmm. a bunch of homeless people scaring the shit out of my customers. So. This is how the world works. You got to, sorry, there's, mm-hmm. there's yeah. homeless shelters. There's places where they can get a hot meal. There's places where they can get a shower. There's places where they can get medical care. And what happens is you take them, there, take them to those places, and they don't want to stay there. They don't want to have anything to do with it because there's rules. Yes, for <laughs> but, sure. Yeah. And so they want to go back out on the street. And it's so it's it, you, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You um, know? I live in West Hollywood, and we have the usual homeless people we see every day that are locals there i guess but there's been a lot of recent uh traffic come in and they're kind of unsafe and clearly mentally ill but the problem is i go to a bar and there is um an outside door sitting seating right on santa monica boulevard Mm -hmm. and they will come up and like yell at me and Haley and curse at us and in the the bar owner can't do anything because they're on the sidewalk and Technically, that's the city that owns the sidewalk, and so the bar owners can't make them move on. They can just stand – so the bartenders literally have to stand out there because they won't leave us alone. So now the city has created this thing on the other side of the sidewalk that um, restaurants are able to purchase that part where you can 
park cars and they can create more outdoor seating. And if they do that, they technically own that part of the sidewalk and they can keep homeless people off of that area. Oh, okay. So it's See, a new way is, to again. This is everybody being combat it. This this is again. This is a California problem because mm-hmm. California won't deal with anything. They they won't. They just don't. No. They're they're not business yeah. friendly. Well, they don't help the... businesses. Now, if this was anywhere else, if this was Texas, you know what they'd do? The Texas bar owner, <laughs> Texas bar owner would go get a couple of his buddies mm-hmm. and they'd clean house. Mm-hmm. And they do that about once or twice. Vigilante. You're not going to have a homeless problem in there yep. anymore. And that's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, we've had a big problem out here ever since Reagan closed the mental hospitals. Like, there's video, those videos of him, like, just, of like buses just dropping people off downtown and like, never coming back. That's how it all started. It was like he just closed all the hospitals. I didn't know about this. Yeah, he closed all the hospitals in like '89, I think it was, and then they just didn't have anywhere to put everybody, so they took put them on bus- buses, drove them to downtown LA, and dropped them off and never came on back. on a corner on a street corner. Yep, just dropped them off and never came that's back. That's inhumane. Yeah, that's, so that's how that's not right. It started. <laughs> is that true? It is true. Yeah, that is how it oh started. Oh my, I had no idea. Yeah, that is how it started, and because of that, and like finding institution places to put people like they're like that's how we got skid row skid row started all because of that but it's like it's it's branched out and it's definitely like it's it's becoming a problem and also people flock to cities where there are free food where there are handouts where there are a Mm -hmm. lot of foot traffics where they can get where they can make money i mean people have done those experiments where they dress up and pretend like they are just to see how much and it's like 140 dollars a day some people make just oh, begging yeah. for change and money. Yeah, I know. That's why the the homeless problem in Santa Barbara is out of control because Santa Barbara pays those people well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the homeless of folks up there are doing just fine. What's the incentive to stop There's begging none. There's if none. you're if you're not? There's absolutely you know. none. Yeah. Um, There's. I don't wow. know the answer, I but there's. No, you know what we need to stop doing. We need to stop providing the defense for Western Europe, Japan, Canada. All these. You go provide your own defense. We're done with you, and we'll take all those trillions of dollars and bring them back to the United States. We will build tons of awesome jails and <laughs> mental health facilities. We'll build, uh, uh, you know, border security. We'll take care of. We'll we'll have enough administration uh, so that we can process immigrants properly. We'll do. How about that? And then you, Western Europe, you deal with Russia on your own. And Japan, you deal with China on your own. We're done protecting the whole world. Everybody F off. Canada, you've had a free ride your whole existence. Your whole existence, you have had a free ride, Canada. Thank you, United States. Keep so the your next Tim time, Hortons. Yeah, exactly. And we'll take our money back, and good luck to you. Yep. Um, I'm Let's build only... towers and tunnels. Towers for the prisoners, <laughs> tunnels for the homeless. We'll just leave you with this last one. Okay. Um, a murderer was released after being deemed too old to kill again, <laughs> and an hour after being released oh, in Maine, kills again. He was 77 years old, <sighs> back on the streets, killed someone else, went Are back to jail. That yeah. guy that is, is a not tragedy. a turd. That system is the turd. Mm-hmm. The Whoever let the him turd. out yes. yep. the is the so judge and everyone. Because this guy clearly, oh my God. Mm-hmm. That, that's how you determine... What about his What about his prison record? Was, was did he Did he ever try to do any kind of rehabilitation or redemption? Did he ever confess? Did so he-, he the reason he first went to prison was he was convicted. Um, he f- oh this is what he so he was a long time ago convicted of fatally stabbing people, and then he came back and did the same thing 
Um, oh, he fatally stabbed a woman and went to jail because her two twin children watched. Jesus. And then um, did the same thing to a woman when he got out. So he clearly had a record of doing that. Well, he's a psycho. Yeah. He's a psychotic. But they said he was too old because he was 77. To what, hold a knife? You know I guess. 77 that, year that was the like, reason they a released A 77 him, year old person can old. commit all kinds of violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This my, is my, my, a gun my, is not too heavy. A knife is not too heavy. You my know? father is in his 70s and he can whip ass. Yeah. So what are we talking about? That's crazy. Yeah, Whitey Bolger didn't think that's get a caught until he was like 80, right? Okay, yeah. so I guess the main penal system is now on the mm-hmm. on the big board <laughs> yep that's agreed a, that's a that's a that's just a tragedy yeah i would hope that the family of whoever was murdered mm-hmm. gets to sue the state and oh, absolutely like that's that is awful it's insane i listen to so many true crime podcasts and like it's always one thing after another for like the reason that these these people get out of prison or they don't they get stopped but then they get you know and then, you know, there's other situations where you get really lucky, like Ted Bundy, where he just got pulled over for he, a traffic yeah, violation twice. twice. And, you know, that's and the then that's reason. how they caught him. You know, it's just like. And he still almost convinced people he didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. So. Truly unbelievable to me. Well, I think we solved all the world's problems uh, today. Uh, you're welcome, America. Yeah. And world. Um well, listen, we got a lot of new turds. Most of them are obviously from Florida. Um, and um, One from Maine. And a Disney. lot of Disney. A lot of Disney turds out there. <laughs> so uh, the big board is filling up, and we appreciate it. Just keep sending those things to us. Thanks for listening so much. Uh, I hope you enjoy your vacation. I know I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Sarah, anything else? Any any parting shots before we say goodbye to everybody? No, no. Jan, I'm, oh, I'm going to be in Lexington, mm-hmm. Kentucky. So come see me there at Comedy Off Broadway. Ooh, That's about it. like Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it a lot. Like Kentucky. I was yeah. born in Louisville, you know. You were? I was. I was raised in Overland Park, Kansas, but born in Louisville. 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 Wow. The slugger. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, friends. Uh, Chan, anything for? Nope. All right. Uh, Congratulations to Gary uh, on uh, putting a shirt on. Yeah.